from Gary O'Neill Studios in Baltimore. You're listening to the C-Plan Do Show. Gary O'Neill. All right, here you go. Keep the check. Damn this shit, blame it. In a state of sleep, thinking about the robbery that I did last week. Money in the bag, banker look like a drag. I wanna play with Pelicans from here to Baghdad. Gun blast, think fast, I think I'm hit. My girl pinched my hips to see if I still exist. I think not. I'll send a letter to my friends. A born again hooligan, only to be king again. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you. to the C plan do show with me professional life coach business coach relationship coach serial entrepreneur etc 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 everything that's on my bio on the website man go check it out mr gary o'neill jr and as always when you are shipping me candy corn when you see me out here in these streets all right when you want to cash at me please don't forget the junior shout out to pops and we have another another wonderful power Packed podcast here, episode sixteen. Wow, the live love affair uh, featuring one of one of my dearest friends, Mona. Me will be in the building today, and we're gonna be talking about lies and loves. I love it. All right. So, without further ado, shout out to everybody listening to this for the first time. Uh, my day one listeners, people listening to this for the first time, uh, Patreon viewers, people that are watching this on YouTube right now, as well as listening to this on any of your favorite stream platforms. Hey guys, welcome, 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 welcome. Okay, here episode 16. Man, we got less than 10 and then we out of here for the season. All right. And so without further ado, can we jump right into our C plan do moment of the week again, uh, as always sponsored by Heart Savers Maryland. And right after these commercial, right after this quick commercial break, we'll jump right into it. Are you looking to get certified in CPR, first aid, or other life-saving skills? Heart Savers Maryland is your premier CPR training facility. Individual and classroom sessions available. Schedule your training at heartsaversmd.com. Each second counts. Get trained today. All right, so your moment of the week is entitled Best Version Ever. <laughs> 
All right. So 2020 has been extremely stressful and it has been ex extremely tiresome for a lot of people. We've had a lot of great things happening and we've had a lot of bad things that happen. And so as we go into the new season, as we're weeks and days away from 2021, let's go into it being the best version of ourselves. So what I want you to do, just like with your computer, I challenge you today is that I want you to just take a quick self-assessment to debug yourself, to figure out how can you be the best version that you can be, all right? How can the 2020 version of you be uh, improved, increased, empowered, all right? To, for, so you can be the best 2020 version, one version of yourself. All right. So I want you to take that time away and say, you know what? How can I be better? What lessons did I learn in 2020? What things did I go through and what did I learn from those things? And how can I how can I be better in 2021? All right. That is your heart savers moment of the week entitled best version ever. All right, so now we're into our song of the week. Unfortunately, YouTube people, uh, this is a fire song. All right, and unfortunately, if you're listening, if you're watching this on YouTube, of course, you can't hear the song because uh, if I play a song, YouTube wants me to cut the check, and you know that's a strict policy. <laughs> we are not doing that, that is against the policies here on the C Plan You show with me, Gary O'Neill Jr. So I can just tell you the song moving forward, I can just tell you the song. The song of the week, oh my gosh, I, this song has been on repeat for, for the last week. It is entitled Slow Down. All right, so please get your dirty wine on. Slow Down, uh, that is one of the Marley brothers, Skip Marley featuring H-E-R. I think it's H-E-R featuring Skip Marley, one or the other. You'll get it right. All right, so ch please check that out. You can pause this to listen to the song and then come back. All right, and we're listening to this right now. Having a wedding, birthday party, or other social or corporate event? Contact Greenlight Entertainment today with our experienced DJs, quality sound, and professional service. We look to make your event the event. Check us out on the web at www.greenlightentertain.com. With Greenlight Entertainment, you have the green light. Darling, I care, I care for you more than my own self Darling, I share, I share with you all goodness and well Said, we can have just one night, or we can have one whole life If we play it cool, yeah Or we can have everything if our hearts are true Girls, oh Play around like this is so real And I love how it feels 
That was your song of the week, Slow Down by Skip Marley and H-E-R Man. If you didn't dirty one, if you didn't wind your body, if you didn't do a pepper dance, if you didn't put your guns up like this, what you doing? What are you doing in 2021? Don't let 2020 win by you not doing it. You know the vibes, okay? All right, that was your song of the week. All right, that's a really great song. Listen, H-E-R, I know I'm late to the party, but she is so fired that if there, if when 2021 hits and she goes on concert, I'm going. I'm going. I need to hear a couple of songs. I need to go. I'm I'm out. I'm going. All right. When you see me out here, I'm going. All right. So let's get to our. At first, I didn't want to have. I was I wasn't gonna have any entrees. I mean, any appetizers here on uh, season three, episode sixteen, the live love affair featuring Mona me. But I said that wouldn't be right for the show. And Mona said, "Hey, you're not gonna have an appetizer for the show." And I believe in continuity. So of course, you first of all. You see the chain, you hear the chain, you hear that 24 karat plastic, you hear it, okay? You see it, all right? And you see the official, I'm the official, official, non-official life coach of the Baltimore Ravens, okay? I, I, I listen, I don't, I'll, all I want you to just realize is that since I've put this on and they were losing, I put this chain on and I put this hoodie on, they have not lost the game. All I want you to do is just take your data and do with it what you want. All right. They crushed the New York Giants. Once you're listening to this, we got them out of there. Okay. So they're doing well. Looks Everything looks great. We're rocking and rolling. All right. We're looking good. All right. So that is my, of course, my, my, my NFL take, you know, and I'm going to throw in a little NBA take NBA season has started. I think they should have probably started a little bit later, but they're looking great. You know, the Lakers are looking good. A lot of people looking good. Brooklyn has their people back. So they got Kevin Durant and Kyrie. They're looking amazing. So let's see how things work out uh, for the NBA. Uh, They're not in the bubble, but they don't have people there just like the NFL. Let's just see how all that stuff works for our sports. All right, but I love it. I'm here for it. All right, movie review time. Okay, so our movie review. I got a chance to see Wonder Woman 84, WW84. That dropped on Christmas Day. First off, shout out to HBO Max, okay? Cut the check, HBO Max. But I I knew this was going to happen. I knew this years ago that... We're going to start getting movies because of the pandemic. We're going to start getting movies and they're going to start dropping on these on these platforms. We're getting away from cable, guys. I don't have cable. All right. I cut the cord. But really, if you really think about it now, we're just piecing together the the actual uh, platforms that we do like. So I, I think that while the movie still will be there, we're going to start watching movies directly to your TV the same day it drops. And you're gonna pay. Like I, I, me and the kids, and you're gonna see an episode with me and the kids. We uh, a movie came out. We watched it. It was like twenty bucks. I paid it. Wonder Woman came out on this platform. Paid it. They get. They got the money to afford that. They could drop it. All right. So we're gonna start. I think that HBO Max. A lot of other. I've seen a lot of other movies that did this. I mean, a lot of other platforms have done this. But this is gonna be the thing for right now. I think we're gonna see this for a, a whole year. Where now we're gonna start seeing movies get dropped. Because we're not going to the movies. So let me give you my fresh, hot take 
on Wonder Woman 84. It was trash. I'm not good. Guys, if you know me, you've been a fan of the show. I love Marvel and I love DC. DC. Does DC now stand for don't care? Because I'm tired, man. I'm tired. I still feel a certain way on how Batman versus Superman went down. And that was the one, guys. DC, I know you're listening to the show. You had a shot. Marvel has been running the gamut. They done had all the Avengers, Endgame, all these things. And I, I was rooting for you guys. We believed in you. We trusted you. And I just wanted when Batman versus Superman, when they were hinting that this was going to happen, I immediately was saying that Batman would kill Superman. And I would I had to fight, I had to st- I had to stand tall and stand strong against people that said that if Superman really wanted to, he would just kill Batman and be over. And I was the only one. Well, it was other people, but I was the only one using my platform to say that Batman would kill Superman because Superman ain't got what it take. All right. Superman does not have PTSD like Batman has. Batman has PTSD. He saw his he saw his family get clapped in front of him. That's it. That's all he's been needing. All right. He's not here for jokes. All right. He's not here to play games. You see the outfit. It's all black. All right. With a little a little a little a little sprinkle of yellow. That's it. Okay. He's not wearing blue and red. He's not doing that. Okay. You pooped. You pooped the bed on Batman versus Superman, DC. You pooped it. And the reason why you pooped it, I'm I, if you need, if I know you're gonna play this in front of all the execs. The reason why you pooped the bed on this one on Batman versus Superman is because you were thinking about the money. You weren't thinking about me, the fan. You weren't thinking about the fans. You weren't thinking about the 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 conversation that people had about Batman versus Superman. You weren't thinking about us. You were thinking about the money grab. You want to have all these Easter eggs to let us know that the Justice League was coming, which is another crappy one. Please stop trying to make Batman to be a person that has dad jokes. I do dad jokes. No. So you had you had this one chance where Marvel was running wild on you and you could have just countered them with just one punch. And you know what we get, guys? We get Martha. You mean to tell me that at the end of this movie, and I know this isn't even about Wonder Woman, but I have to start from somewhere. You mean to tell me that one of the greatest, the top three, the top two greatest superheroes alive, we get, oh, my name, my mom's name is Martha. And my man, my name's my my mom's name is Martha too. This is what we get. Nah, man. Then you had Wonder Woman show up, which was dope, but we already knew it because we saw all the Easter eggs. We saw all the hints that you try to give us. You should have just let it ride and just had a great story. All right. I even I, I still even defend this crappy movie by saying if you watch the first half, great movie. Second half, no. So what you you came out with Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman, that was cool. Then you came out with this one. Yo. I don't want to spoil this movie because it just came out on Christmas, right? All I want to know, guys, who are listening to this, who have watched the movie, can you please tell me the difference between the the Max and Aladdin? 
That's all I want you to do. Write in the comment section. That's all I need you to do. Write in the comment section. Write on the social media pages. What's the difference between Max and Aladdin? That's all I need you to tell me. I did not like the plot of this movie. I did not like how, like, like, come on, DC. Like, I get that we're in a male-dominated society, but like, yo, like, Wonder Woman is top. She is a founder of the Justice League. You can't be out here just making it seem like she weak and just going over, going Google Gaga over a dude. No, man. That she lived in a planet on an island where there was no men. How can we then turn around and she all head over heels over a dude? They ain't even look like the dude. Y'all, y'all, y'all really crapped the bed on this one too, man. Like, I, I, I may have to rant again on this later on, but DC, count your days. Count your fucking days, DC. Everything you do, everything you do, Everything you are, what are you doing, DC? Like, stop trying to be Marvel. Just tell great stories. You have the stories. Just do that. You, you're gonna make the money. I want to give you my money. I want to give it to you. Can have my money. Don't do me like this. Don't. You see, I already have a zip popping right here because of the stress. Don't do me like that. Don't do us like that. All of the nerds, all of the casual fans. Don't have Wonder Woman riding a lightning with a with her lasso. That's not even possible. How she ride? Now she's Spider-Man. Come on, guys. Don't do me like this. I digress. Mm-mm-mm. The plot had holes in it. The acting was meh. You guys, you guys, come on. Don't do us like this. All right. Look at some of the Marvel movies. Just take notes, but don't be Marvel. Just take notes. Like, for example, when I first started the podcast, it's podcasts that I like. I'm not like their podcast. I just like their podcast. I took some of the things that I thought was like, okay, I like this. That's it. Don't try to be the. Don't try to be them. You can't. But you have Batman. You have Superman. You have the Justice League. You got all these stories. Don't do us like this, baby. Don't do me like this. 2020 has been enough. Don't do us like this. And some people say, oh, I love it. I love the story. Ah, blah, blah. That's what you get. I don't even have any words. Just blah. That's what you get from me. Person who has his master's in psychology, bachelor's, who is a professional speaker. All you get from me, DC, is blah. Blah, 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 blah. All right. That is my thrilling, exciting take. On WW84. Blah. That's what I'm that's what I'm gonna start doing from now on. That's what you guys want, right? You want me to rant. So from now on, if a crap if I do a movie review and it's a crappy one, I'm not giving it words. I'm just gonna start making sounds. DC WW84, blah. That's it. Moving on. Moving on. I'm done. Can't do it. Not in 2020, DC. No. No, I watched it on Christmas Day. For what? Not on Jesus' birthday. Don't do Jesus like this. Don't do him like this. Not on Jesus' birthday. Allegedly. All right, I'm done. I'm done now. All right, me and my, my if you're not watching this, apparently a, a stress, stress pimple has formed right as the show is airing. I need to calm down.
All right. That is my that is that is our appetizers sponsored by Lalone Clothing. Lalone <laughs> Clothing. If you are looking to get official merch of the C Plan Do show, as well as other messages and shirts, I just by the time you hear this, I have dropped another shirt. Please go ahead and hop on over to LaloneClothing.com to get apparel, shirts, merch that fit your vibe and support the show. All right. L-A-L-O-N-E Clothing. Dot com. All right. Can we get to our entree of the evening? Of course we of course we can. So here, season three, episode 16, the La Love Affair featuring uh, Mona Me. All right. So I'm going to bring her on this. Let me say this. This is one of my dearest friends. We have been friends for the longest time since college. Shout out to the Morgan State University. And so who better? Who better? I had to have her on the show. One, because she, she's amazing. And two, she's threatened me multiple times. She's threatened me. See, she's not on here right now. So I can say whatever I want before I bring on. But she has openly threatened me, guys, with a gun. Okay? She took a picture of a gun and said, hey, when am I going to be on the show? All right? So let's bring her on right now. Mona, what's up? See, and this is what I mean about the lies. <laughs> So you did not brandish a gun toward me and ask me about the show. I will not confirm or deny that. Thank you. That's all I need to know. <laughs> all right, Mona, 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 welcome to the show officially. Hi, thank you for having me on your show officially. Oh, it is a pleasure and honor. Let me tell you something, guys. She was the first person to buy C Plan Do Show merch. The first person, even when I started on the radio show, one of my dearest, dearest friends. And so I am, it is my Privilege and honor to have you on the show. Oh, thank you. I'm truly honored. Uh, like so here, yeah. So here uh, today, let's talk about the Lyle Love Affair. So before we jump into that, can I read? So, so that way all of millions and millions of people listen to the show. Can we learn a little bit about more about you? Can I read your official bio? Absolutely. All right. <clears throat> Mo Mo Mona Hadley, affectionately called Mona Me is passionate about her people, family, friends, church, co-workers, and strangers, helping individuals to realize and achieve their fullest potential in life. As a counselor, she ensures people are heard. As a life coach, she ensures people are successful. As a woman of God, she ensures people are seen. As the once rejected, she ensures people are accepted. Mona, has endured great pains, persecutions, trials, tragedies, losses, rejections, and so much more, yet she is still an overcomer, wielding weapons of an uplifting spirit, contagious smile, and a jovial spirit. Mona will not stop spreading hope and healing to the hurting. She continues to share that forward motion and personal growth is necessary to live a full life and refuses to see another parked in their pain. All right. That was such an amazing bio. And again, I want to say it formally. Welcome to the show. Mona Me. Uh, we're not doing all that. We're just going to keep it right here. right here in this box. All right, Mona, Mona, Mona. You know how the shows go. You you are one of my day one listeners. You have been, you have been the first person. You were there. So you already know what happens before we even dive deep, do a deep dive into the lie love affair with you. You know we have to do our segment, Fuego. 
Rapido! And if you have not ever seen the show, this is your first time seeing the show. Welcome, welcome. And during this segment, we get to know a little bit more about our guest. So we have some rapid fire questions to be able to see what's up with them. Are you ready, Mona? Yo listo. All right. So you have known me for over 15 years. Has um, it been 15? 2002. All right. What is the funniest moment? You and, and again, with these questions, they don't know I'm asking them. What is the funniest moment you recollect with me? Wow. The funniest? Oh, man. I know. It's been so many. Pressure. Okay. Let me talk about when I met you at Morgan State University, which was hilarious, which is why I even became your friend. This dude gets on the shuttle from Montebello. We're going into McKeldon Center. He gets on the shuttle, which was about this size, and he's six eight, and I'm six two. So clearly, it was no room in the end for any of us. We're on this shuttle, and he is like standing there, <laughs> wow. like we're in the middle passage. And what did you say, um, Gary? This was 15 years ago. So you're gonna have to yes. fill me in. What did I say? You made a statement about Harriet Tubman, and I just wish you remembered it. So I made a comment about the middle passage. The middle passage and how Harriet Tubman would not even do this. So he was staying there holding right. the thing, the bus is moving, yeah. he's about to fall everywhere. And I'm looking like this guy is hilarious, literally. He's on the shuttle, head squished. So he's down like yeah, whatever. Like this, like this right <laughs> now. Like I'm like this. Right. Yeah. And it another was a moment because I had not met anybody that funny so far at school. So that was good. So just to be clear, your favorite funniest moment about me is when you first met me and clearly I should not have been on the show. That clearly what? I pursued Morgan State, who just got $40 million. Hey, Morgan, get bigger shuttles. First of all, shout out to Mrs. Former Bezos for dropping the 40 mil. Yes. <laughs> Mona, guess what? Guess who had what? the nerve to call me, though? Dr. Smith? No, Morgan State University, looking for donations. Uh, uh, Y'all just got 40. You don't need my $100. You don't need it. You got 40. You're good. You're good. Come on. I live down the street, Mona. I see the new libraries. You remember us going to school and they didn't. We could not even use the libraries, guys. One day, let me tell you something. One day, I was in class. They put in your syllabus to not go to libraries. To library at Morgan. I was like, no, I pay tuition here, damn it. I'm going to library and I'm finding my book. I marched. I felt like a young Martin Luther King. I marched to the <laughs> school, to the library, went to the, found the book I needed, opened it up. And guess what, guys? The pages that I need were ripped out. I tossed the damn book in the air and stormed out and went to Loyola's campus. That was it. Done. And Loyola, though? Yeah, that was it. Had to go to the near A. What do you want me to do? All right. All right, that's good. Okay. Now, Mona, you've watched almost every, you listen to almost every episode. You provided exceptional and thought-provoking feedback. Mona, I know you know what I'm going to ask you. I know the answer, but just for, just for um, quality assurance purposes, Mona, what are your thoughts and views on candy corn? Ew, are you serious? The same review you had for Wonder Woman. Blech. 
Wow. So many thoughts just came to my mind in words. But I'm going to leave it at that. All right. Well, that's the end of the show, guys. See you guys next week. We have yet another Power Pack episode. I already knew she felt that way about it. She has. And guess what? I have candy corn in the house. That's okay. I'm just going to drop it when I do this episode with the kids. All right. Let's get to some other questions. Are you ready, Mona? I'm ready. Here we go. Wait. Okay. Wow. I have it sideways. And now it's upside down. Yeah. All right. If you had to delete all but three apps from your smartphone, which one would you keep? If What would I keep? Okay. I would keep my Bible app. Don't judge oh, me. Of course. I would keep ADP and I would keep my Geico. So you would keep your Bible app. You would keep your A. Did you say ADP? ADP, payroll. Oh, okay. Your payroll. Because Okay, got it. And what was the third one? Geico, because I always forget my sign-on. Great. Thanks. That, that, thank you. All right. Here we go. Here's another one. Ooh, I like this one. Who would play you in a movie? Wow, Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. Okay, all right, I can see that. All right, I can see that. Okay, that was that was actually pretty good. I like that one. Who would play me in a movie? See, now I have to think. See, I had Queen Latifah in my pocket from years ago. Now let's see you. You know oh, me for over who played, Wait, who's the tall, slim guy who played on um Waiting to Exhale? The one that uh, Robin Givens, not Robin Givens. Junkie one. Okay, doing Thanks. Last question. I and I just want to just clarify that she's premise. She started off the person that would play Gary O'Neill Jr. on a movie by saying the junkie one. No. This is why I don't have my freaking friends on the damn show. Right here. The junkie one? Should I name this episode the junkie one? <laughs> The junkie one, guys. The junkie one. Oh my gosh. What's his name? You know who I'm talking about? I don't know who the junkie one is, Mona. I don't know who the junk who you're referring to that would play me in a movie as the junkie one. Thanks. This friendship is going amazing. He's a junkie, but he's a great actor. He played in several other movies, but he's a great actor. He would kind of resemble you a little bit. I cleaned it up. Moving. No, you did not. You clearly didn't. All right. Last one. Which technology do you wish existed? That's a really good one. I like that one. That I wish existed? That you wish existed right now. Um, that would solve a problem for you. For me independently or the world? The world would be coronavirus, cure, some sort of jump in the portal, and it's done. For me, it would be um, a weight loss, permanent weight loss solution. So, okay. So, not just going to the gym or just walking no. your carbs. No work, no sweat, no changes. So, just you would just go. So, walk me through this. So, you have this technology. What would happen? Walk into the room one way, walk out of the room the way you want to. What in the Georgia, what in the Jetsons is happening here? Which, why is that not a thing? We need to go back and look at some of the technology that was in the Jetsons. Why is it not a thing now? Wake and up. You got a little thing that wash your face and stuff like that? All right, I like it. So you, so I would walk in heavy and it come out abs. Not only that, everything else that you want. So if you're short and you want to be tall, if you're tall and you want to be short, if you, you know, 
You can go in and transform. Elon Musk, I know you're listening to the show, watching it. Get on that. Get on that. We need it. All right. Thank you for playing. Fuego. Rapido. All right. So let's get to our entree of the evening in, in reference to episode three, season three, episode 16. The Lie Love Affair featuring Mona. Me. All right. So, Mona, let's just jump right into it. We talked previously about the Lie Love Affair. All right. For the viewers at home, for the millions and millions of people listening and watching the show, break us down. What is the Lie Love Affair? Okay. So I played around with the title a little bit, The Lie Love Affair. It's because so many people are in love with lies. They're in love with lies. And that's in every facet of their life. In this season of time, you know, people are creating all sorts of lies to keep from dealing with the reality that's around them, their actual truth. Um, and it just causes them to believe in it, live under a whole pretense and fall in love with it because they don't have to deal with who they really are. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that uh, Mona and I talked about. We have a lot of people that are not living their authentic self. They're lying. And, and not only are they lying, where it's one thing where you could have an issue with the lie. Like if you lie and you felt guilty about it, you had self-conscious. We're good with the lies. Yeah. You know, hey, we're, we're lying to ourselves. We're lying to other people. Yeah. So the lie love affair, when we're highlighting people lying, how can we ultimately be our authentic self? So, Mona, all right. So we know what the lie love affair is. It's a affair that we have with loving the lie. All right. Um, what do you think contributes to people falling in love with that lie, keeping those lies going? Well, a piece of it, um, we just talked about, you know, just buying into a false reality. Um, I kind of wrote it down as they fall in love with the fallacy, the facade. They fall in love with the fantasy and they fall in love with something that keeps them from being in fear. Right. So whatever will keep them away from fear, they kind of just fall in love with that. I would rather feel protected, safe, secure than to deal with a place of um, doubt, uncertainty, insecurities you know, being in a fearful, not so sure place of life. So I think that is, it really causes people to kind of walk in this place of, I don't know if you ever heard of imposter syndrome coming from psychology, but these are people who kind of put on airs so that people can believe they're these people, even though they know they're not the people. And what they do is at all costs, they lie and lie and lie and lie to keep them from uncovering the truth of who they are. Mm. So people do it because it's like, you know, if I can put the layers on top of it, you'll never really see who I really am. And that'll keep me in a safe place. I don't have to deal with your rejection. I don't have to deal with your judgments. I don't have to deal with the fact that I realize I don't actually live in a mansion. You don't have to deal with the fact that you're not really the coach of the Ravens. You're the official, unofficial coach. You know, you don't have to deal with those things. So what we do is we we build this cushion around us as a cushion of lies. And it, and it just keeps us safe. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's funny. Well, not funny, but what you highlighted is something that is extremely important. Uh, you know, we're operating from one or two places. We're operating from fear or we're operating from love. And mm -hmm. so a person that has to keep these lies going, like you said, one is fearful of 
being, you know, being hurt, being exposed, but they keep lying and keep generating that fear. Yeah. And ultimately they start forgetting what they said at the first one. And that's like the biggest piece of all of that. You know that we're saying, oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. It causes you to rope yourself in a place that you can't remember where you started it. Yeah. Mm. And then you like you said, you gotta keep building lies after lies. And at this point, now you're just used to it. You have an affair with lying. You're in you're in bed with lying. And people applaud you for what you're saying the lie is, right? So they applaud you, they accept you, they, you know, give you jobs, they um, receive you as their their spouse, they, you know, they take you for, at your word. You know how you lie on your resume, you kind of like cushion it up, you know, you write down things that you know is not true. But in the res- in the actual interview, you're trying to remember, what did I say, how long was I there? You, you know you weren't doing that for that long, but the thing is so funny that you wind up being so wrapped up in it and the person is buying, they're, you know, buying what you're selling them. So they're actually buying into that. And it's like, you work harder to keep up the airs. It's like, okay, I can just create something else. I can create a child or it's some movies out there, you know, that's like, just go with it. You create more lies to keep them from discovering the first point until they buy the entire farm. Once you get mm-hmm. that check, then, then what do you do? That's the biggest thing. Once you get the check. So once you, the payoff comes from your, all of your lies, what do you do then? Do you now revert to the truth or do you have to keep this lie in addition, move forward in life? And that's virtually mm-hmm. impossible. Well, I've never lied on my resume. I'm currently fluent in all Microsoft applications, ex- 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 <laughs> including Access. Who has ever used Microsoft Access? I don't even know what it's <laughs> And I'm fluent in all in 13 languages. Wow. And those are? Exactly. And moving on. All right. So, okay. So we, so people have this uh, affair. They love, they, they're in bed with this line. Mm. They have this affair. So you highlighted that it was, it was stemming from a fear, right? That they don't want to be vulnerable, that they want to keep on airs, put on airs about being something else that they're not. Right. And maybe they haven't achieved it, which is so sometimes we hear that phrase, you know, fake it till we make it. But that's different than just straight lie. It, it, you can pres- you can work towards something, but you don't have to say, oh, yeah, I'm doing this. Yeah, I'm out here. Right? right. So give us an example of something that you see commonly, you know, because you're a life coach like me, um, that you see that a lie that people like to fall in love with. What is what is a common one? Um. Well, one is that I do this for them, not for me. Oh, I, wow. I actually, I, I want to go into their brains and dissect some things because people oftentimes, you know, do things under the facade that they're doing it for other people, but they're really doing it for themselves. What does that mm. mean? Self-gratification. I can now feel I'm significant now. I'm now, you know, I feel happy that you're happy. It's, there is a selfish motive in even gift giving. Right. So like Christmas time is just down here. You know, people are like, you know, I do it for the kids. You know, I say that Santa Claus is a lot the kids. Listen, the kids already know what's up with Santa Claus. They already saw you with the receipts in your purse. They know that you're staying up late because they see your bags and you still say from Santa, is that for them or from you? 
you know, because you bought into something when you were a kid, it made you happy. It, was, it gave you some hope, maybe, perhaps. Something that you lived in. So now you're projecting it onto your kids and you're lying, stating that it's for them. But really, it's for you. You want them to experience what you experience, right? And that's not allowing them an opportunity to experience what they're experiencing in life. Okay. People do in relationships. You know, I, I compromise on this or that for them. When really, you're just too lazy to make the change yourself. And then you try to project it onto your mate, you know, and say, you know, it's because of them that I don't. It's be, let's just say it's because of them that I, I don't lose weight because they're always cooking. <laughs> the truth wow. is you're always eating. You know what I'm saying? And then right. also, even with them cooking, you haven't thought about going outside to take a 30-minute walk or, hey, babe, let's walk around the water. You haven't thought about any of that because you're lazy and you enjoy Netflixing and chilling, sitting on the couch and cuddling. You enjoy that. Why not just be truthful and say, you know, I just don't feel like exercising. It's not a thing for me. You know, why not? Because then now your partner knows what they bought into. See, again, here we go with once they buy it, how are you moving forward in life? So mm. now they know what they bought into, right? If you tell them up front. If not, all these unfolding lies are now going to be discovered over time because you, you, you don't have longevity with a lie. In fact, I wrote down something from... What is his name? Well, not that one, but I was going to say Hitler because Hitler said. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. No, go ahead. He said, if you tell a big enough lie and you say it often enough, people will believe it. Oh, yeah. And, and, and we, we saw the big move that he did. And people even to this day sympathize with what he did. It's a big right. enough lie. But um, no, the, the, the statement that I was thinking of is talking about there's no expiration to the lie. Like there's no expiration date. Like you're still, you're going to have to try to keep carrying it. You're going to have to keep fighting to make it seem like it's not a lie. This is why you have someone who's not the father. And now <laughs> it's not only affected him or you, it's affected the child. It's affected the community around this child. Like people aren't thinking about what the aftermath is going to look like once you get tired of holding on to this lie. Mm. And also we see that some people have a, a bold arrogance to lie. Absolutely. You know? Because they feel like, hey, what are you going to do? Look at our former president. Well, about to be our former president. He's good. We're just stay, saying straight lies. You're like, wait a minute. Hey, that's not true. Yep. Nope. And take the statement from Adolf Hitler. If he says it enough, people will buy into that lie. Remember, you even brought it to my attention, the, uh, the number of Hispanics that actually supported um, his campaign, right? Yeah. So like, you wouldn't have expected that with how he treated the Hispanic and Latino nation, right? But somebody heard something enough that something in there was beneficial to them and their smaller community. So they agreed. It became another truth. Right. And, and, and like you said, because we, at times, we don't want to do our due diligence to find out the truth or be honest about the truth, we yeah. fall in love with lying. We fall into that pair with lying. You know, we see that a lot on social media. A lot of people on social media not everybody, but it's a lot of things that people are, are not being truthful about in creating this perception that things are great. Or if you go on social media, everybody's living the life. Everybody. No one's no one's broke. No right? one. No one's had a wish sandwich. Do you know what a wish sandwich is, Mona? I wish I had a sandwich. Right. Right. So we we see people lit. We see all these things, and then you be like, wait a minute, that's not true. This is not. I know this person. We 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 see relationships that are the best ever. 
But until those cameras go off or you see people that are always up and about until you re until you actually know them and they're emotionally inept or they're weirdos, you know, but we create this lie and we keep it going. And like you said, we we want to create this uh, this situation, this persona. So that way they don't have to know the real us. Because if, I feel like when people get into that, they want to avoid the work, just like you said. Yeah. Avoid the truth, which the truth doesn't need support. The truth is the truth. The truth is the truth. And we got to be real. And that's a that's at times a hard pill to swallow, you know, because people got to be honest. Yeah. There's a price to the lie. Like it seems like it's fine for that moment, but that that moment has a future. And when you're lying in that moment to cover whatever it is or to fix whatever it is or to paint whatever it is, you have to realize there's a future for that statement. Is it going to be favorable or is it going to be destructive? And people don't account for what will happen afterward in the moment that they're giving it. Mm. Unless they're you know, pathological liars and they enjoy it. Um, but we have to actually realize the weight of our words, the weight of, you know, even our inactivity. Because silence is also being spoken in those places of lies, you know. So it, it concedes with a lie or it suggests you know, something that isn't, that's lying too. It's omission, omission, commission. You can say it intentionally or you can avoid saying it intentionally as well. And it's right. still a lie and they all have a consequence. They all have a price and we're not checking our pockets before we start speaking these lies or conceding. Mm. Um, it's weighty. Okay. Wow. So, all right. All right. So you have a person that they're in bed with these lies. They're having an affair. Yeah. They're loving the lie right now. They're listening. How can they get out of bed of this lie love affair? How can they stop? What would you suggest for them? Well, one, stop. That's the first thing. Literally, stop. Um, just stop lying. Begin to look at what the consequences of each and every one of your actions are doing. Are they actually building you up toward life or building someone else toward life? Who's paying the price for your lie? Just start to think outside of yourself and outside of your moment. You talked about in social media and people who have relationships and you're building this person up to be something they can never live up to. So when they're encountering your audience on your social media, they are falling short of what they see you being portrayed as. Who is paying the price? Because now they call him a loser or they call him whatever, or he's a slacker, whatever they want to say, because it counters what you've already projected about them. So one, just stop it. Two, figure out who's paying this price. Just like really consider the cost of it and then just be your authentic self. Mm, I like that. All right. Okay. So. We know how we can, so thank you for that. You gave us how we can get out of bed in this lie love affair. How can we identify that this is happening? Whether we're in a relationship, whether you know, whether, whether it's business, personal, how what else, what do you think are some of the, the, the characteristics or traits of someone who is in and we're not gonna call them a liar, but they have embraced or they're in this uh, this lie love affair. What are some of the traits you think that we can that we may be able to point out and see? Yeah, one is that they see their empire crumbling. 
They see mm. everything around them crumbling because the foundation was already on something that wasn't true. You see the people that you've now invested in and now care about or now have some stake in their lives, you see them suffering from your actions or your inactions. Mm -hmm. You see yourself like physically exhausted because this creative juice has to keep going on. And then you also have to keep these tabs and you're actually, I want to say you're actually in a very small way looking for a way out of this. Like, how can I actually stop this cycle that just keeps going on and on and on? You find yourself in that place where, where can I get out? But you mm -hmm. don't see one. So you create another lie on top right. of it. As opposed That's to just telling the truth and just stopping it. Exactly. You're, you're trying to have a sort of a passive aggressive way to get out of it. But you're not just saying, you know what? Hey, man, I just want to be honest. This yeah. is what's happening here. Mm -hmm. Now it's another lie and another lie and another, another lie, right. And the truth is another thing that you can recognize is that people start to uncover you. They start to uncover you. So yeah. it's little pieces like, wait a minute, didn't you say you were from Georgia? So it's little pieces that are start coming out. Your seams are gonna start bursting in your pants. That little things are gonna start happening. People are gonna start identifying the inconsistencies. You're gonna start noting that they're identifying it. And you start to panic again. Well, am I going to lose my empire? Am mm -hmm. I going to lose the one that I care about now? Because I built lies all around it. My whole everything, my job is built on a lie. What happens when they uncover me? Mm. So those things, when you when you feel that fear and that conversation creeping up in you, you might want to look at the the idea that this may be you that we're talking about today. You could be that one that's stuck in this love affair. You're in the bed, not by yourself, but you feel like you're in the bed by yourself. You mm. feel like you're making these decisions because they work for you. But now, because you, it's moved through time, there are others in this bed with you. And it affects every person who's associated with that. Now is a good time to just cut that thing off and live a free life. This, If you don't realize it, I'm sorry, can I, can I continue? I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, this do you go ahead go ahead we're, we're, we're all in go 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 realize it because when you get into that place you're not considering that you're chaining other people like oh, your chains that you're walking by because you can't walk into your freedom you begin to latch on to those who you care about you begin to latch on to those things that mean things whether it's your religion your career you know your children your home whatever the case is you begin to lock everybody up into your prison of lies and so now it goes beyond just you and what benefited you. It now is now taxing everything that's around you. And if you want to really be free, if you want to just one day wake up and not feel exhausted because each night you're laying down trying to figure out, wait, how can I get over this? How can I this? How can I cushion this? How can I make this happen? How can I rob Peter to make pay Paul and still keep up airs? How can I do this? How can I do that? If you you know what? Even stop deceiving yourself because we go into that. These things are very exhausting. They bring us to a place where we are exhausted and super duper tired. If you want to wake up in the morning and feel free, if you want to wake up in the morning and I feel like that you're like literally because at night what you're doing is you're rehearsing everything that you discussed in the day so that it can break down into a more permanent memory. So it cycles again. So that takes a lot of energy for your brain when you, all you want to do is sleep. It takes you two hours to go to sleep at night because you're trying to factor in these lies and keep them in place. 
If you are tired of that and you want to wake up in the morning and literally feel free, live free and be free, not be concerned about what's going to happen in your future because now you're cleaning up this mess, just stop lying and just make the change today. Wow. That was amazing. That's the main reason why I have my friends on the show because they're always dope and dynamic. Not that they threaten me with threaten me with not being on the show. That was absolutely awesome. All right, so Mona, you are a life coach, an amazing life coach. Uh, you definitely coach me a lot of times. So how someone that is interested in having you as a life coach, can you drop the deets? How can they get in contact with you? How can they learn more about you? How can they connect with you? Sure. You can always visit me on my website, www.breakingbeyondwithmoname.com. I'm there and it lets you know more about the areas of life coaching in which I do, which is spiritual life coaching, individual counseling, family counseling, relationship counseling, and business consultation. Other areas as you continue forward, but you can reach me in that way. Um, and I'm also on Facebook um, under Breaking Beyond with Mona Me. That is awesome. All right. Can you give the listeners and viewers one last jewel, just one last thing that you just want to give them as we're going into hopefully 2021? Um, can you give them just one thing that if they, if they don't take anything else that they've been listening to this amazing episode, but just one thing you just drop with them as we roll out of here? One piece of it is from John Gotti. He says, I never lie because I don't fear anyone. I don't lie because I don't fear anyone. I lie and you only lie when you're afraid of something, something or someplace. Whether you're afraid of success, you're afraid of true love, whether you're afraid of rejection, whatever the case may be. You only lie when you have something to fear. And if you want to be beyond that, you need to acknowledge, like literally acknowledge where you are, who you are, and what will benefit you in the future. The lie is costly. It won't just cost you in this moment but it may cost you your entire empire. It's oh, up to you to keep the value of everything that's around you by being free and being free indeed today. That was absolutely amazing. My dear, dear friend, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much. Guys, please make sure you connect with her. Uh, sign up for any type of coaching, all those wonderful things. All right, guys, that's the end of the show. Woo! Another power pack episode as we go right into 2021. Uh, again, please make sure you connect with her on all social media platforms. All right, hey, if you want to be on the show, you have a product, good services, you want to do an interview on the show, please let me know. You go ahead, you can hit me up going by going to the website as well as checking out any previous episode on cplantdushow.com. All right, you can also, if you want to be a supporter of the show, for a cup of coffee, for a chicken box for a bag of candy corn. Don't say anything, Mom. For a bag of candy corn, you can support the endeavors of this show to have amazing people, amazing content, amazing things that I want to do. So head on over to the C-Play Show uh, website and click on the Patreon link and be able to be a supporter. You'll get some exclusive content. All right, last but certainly not least, thank you for being a part of this amazing production of the show. You are the best part of the show. You, you, you. All right. Uh, so until we see each other again, until we share those, uh, until we talk again, until we share those special, 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 man, special moments again. Always remember, guys, see what you want to do. Hey, plan that thing out. And above all else, 
do it. All right, get out of the uh, bed of these lies and start living in your truth today. All right, see you guys next time. Same bat time, same bat time, and same bat channel. Bye. Bye.